All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Destro Show. My name is Ryan Knight, and I'm sitting here with a great talent from Ontario, Canada. Most of you guys listening right now are in Northwest Territories. I'm sure you're not too familiar with a lot of these guys, and uh, you really should be. So, ladies and gentlemen, here I am with Holden Albright. Holden, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm tired. I went to the ranch last night. Ooh, yeah, the ranch would definitely do it to you. I, I slept in a random cabin that had no uh, no pillows or blankets, and uh, Brad Myers, the referee, was there, and apparently I threatened to kill him in my sleep because he kept moving. Ooh, that's not what you want to be doing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, or is it what I you will, want to be doing? I will threaten everyone. As long as they don't find the bodies, I'm good. I'm, I'm backing out here, guys. I'm just moving back slowly. So... <laughs> Tell me, how long have you been doing this now for? Obviously, you're very passionate about it. From my research that I've done, I've seen you really, really been just killing it, man. You've been crushing the scene, so. Thank you very much. I started training in February 2014, and I started wrestling on actual shows in November 2015. Okay. So I've been doing it. It's like 2019 now. It's like a little over five years with training. Excellent. And where did you train? Uh, so I'm like a mutt of Ontario Indie Wrestling. I trained at like every single school. So I started at Squared Circle Training in North York, mm -hmm. and then they closed in August, and my attendance was horrible. I wasn't really going. I wasn't passionate about it yet. Right. Like, I've always loved pro wrestling, and then this was just something I did. And then uh, when they closed, I found another school, Crossby Pro Wrestling Academy, in Kitchener that I started training with them and then super kicked open up and that was Ashley Six and Chris Chambers who were training the Wednesday and Saturday classes at Squared before they closed and I was friends with them. I saw them as mentors and I didn't even have a choice really. They're like, right. yeah, so when the school opens up in April, you're going to be there. I'm like, yeah. And then I separated my shoulders. So it was a month after that started. Yep. But then after that, that's where I got my green light was from super kicked. And that was my go-ahead to wrestle everywhere. And I've done a ton of seminars. I, I just love learning. And that's one thing that I, I did find when I was researching you there was that a lot of people had said early on that, yeah, there was like, I, we weren't too sure about the guy. He wasn't very committed at the very start. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like I saw Josh Alexander saying some really great things about yeah. you, just saying, man, you've really turned around and you're committed, you're passionate. It's a big thing in the business right now, right? So tell me, what, uh, what are you looking to do in the future then? What's your, your end game goal right now? So I... I love pro wrestling, but I don't think, like, I I live by the, the motto of, like, do what you love and, like, let that kill you, like, your passion, and I don't want pro wrestling to be that because I love it so much, even though I'll do death matches, I don't give a crap. You don't care, yeah, exactly. I don't give a crap, and it's like, but I just want to go hard, like, today I'm facing Tyson Dukes in a submission match. I'm a Stone Cold fan. I have a Stone Cold tribute tattoo on my leg. It's yep. him versus Brett. They went hard as hell. Yeah, oh, yeah, they did. So it's like it's a submission match. It's going to be technical wrestling. It's like, uh-uh. This is going to be Benoit Guerrero kind of stuff going on. So then um, my goal for the future is – my goal was never WWE. My goal was just to be a wrestler because I was like a little fat kid that I'm like, I don't think I could go to the WWE. And then I'm like, oh, now that indie wrestling is booming so much – I love pro wrestling so much that I feel like, and I've heard people get bitter over the WWE and stuff. It's like, I'd probably not sign a contract just because I knew, oh, I'm not good enough for that. And I love it so much. And like my friends that are really good, I hope one day, because if I quit wrestling in five years, 
because a doctor tells me to or I'm just not having fun, I'll mm-hmm. be okay because I'll still watch wrestling. I'll have good memories. But if my friends are doing it and they're killing it, I think that'd be awesome. My goal, end goal, is something in entertainment. It's interviews. It's I want to provide a soapbox and a platform for others to tell their stories. And that was actually one thing that I did pick up on when I was researching as well, was that you are currently, in, correct me if I'm wrong here, you're running your own podcast and yes. you're also working for an entertainment company? Or what, so, what was I reading there? So originally I started a podcast video stuff called GTOR and I tried to do it with some of my friends, but it was always... Groups of people that weren't really into it, so it was a lot of me doing the work, and I'm editing a podcast with one of my friends who's socially inept, and it's 90% of me talking, and I have to edit it, I have to edit out the ums and the buts, and it I'm just here, became painful. I'm yeah. hearing my own voice, and I'm hating myself. Right. Like, like, there's already enough anxiety in the world, I don't need an actual reason to hate myself. <laughs> so it's like... Uh, when that was happening, I've done that with a couple of different groups of friends, and then I recently restarted my own podcast just called This Is Brendan, because mm-hmm. my real name is Brendan Caulfield, and it's literally me just, I don't want to pay for therapy, yep. so I just want to talk <laughs> this out, and if anyone else feels the same way, like, probably the worst thing I can do is ask people, what was your first impression of me, and right. what do you think of me? Because I was waiting for the one person to be like, I hated you. And then that was Gabriel Fuerza, who I had on the episode, <laughs> episode 8, where I titled it, I hated you when I first met you. And now we're best of friends. Just best of friends. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I see that a lot with wrestling as well. Like, I saw that story with Josh Alexander and Ethan Page. The two yeah. of them said the same thing. They were like, you know, we hated each other, couldn't stand each other, best of friends. Yeah. And I think that's one of the joys of the wrestling world, is that people that you would never think would just hang out, would meet, or be friends, end up being the best of friends, be super tight, and just become family in the end, yeah, right? So it's it's like how I said I had groups of people that weren't into it so much. Like in wrestling, there are people that, hey, if you just want to wrestle once a month, there's no problem with that. If you, mm-hmm. As long as you're not hurting anyone and you're taking it seriously and you're not making a joke, I don't have an issue with you. It's I don't have an issue with most people because I just don't care enough because yeah. I've gone through the stages of caring so much, mentally straining. And like The only thing I care about in wrestling right now is my bell-to-bell stuff, my video promo stuff, and what my friends are doing because I'm a big fan of my friends. Right. Well, so it sounds to me like you're definitely living your dream yeah. at the moment in terms of like you, you don't have that aspiration of, I need to get to the top. I no. need to be the WWE champion, main event WrestleMania. You're, you're just in for the indie scene. And as you mentioned earlier, the indie scene has been on fire over the last... Yeah two, three years now, especially ever since obviously the Elite and all that stuff started yeah. coming out and that just really put the uh, the spotlight on wrestling. So at this stage, you're, you're very happy just doing what you're doing, continuing to work all these dates. Let us know what you've got coming up in the future. Uh, coming up in the future, I'm a regular in Barry Wrestling, which is where we're hosting this interview right now. I'm a regular at Crossbody Pro Wrestling. I'm the current heavyweight champion. I'm facing Madman Fulton soon. Who's like six foot eight, three hundred and seventy-five pounds? He wrestles for Impact. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna get my ass kicked. Madman Fulton, six foot eight, three hundred seventy-five pounds, just gonna beat me up. I'm like, I'm ready for it. I have scars on my head from ladders. Like, I, I don't care. I'm gonna go hard. And t- at the same time, I wrestle barefoot and no knee pads a lot now. So it's like. I understand I'm not the smartest. Right, right. But I'm entertaining. But you're entertaining. That's where you need that balance. That was one thing that I noticed. The first time I saw you was about a month or two ago. I came up for a show and I helped him set up the ring there. And I saw you come out. Your entrance is one of the best indie entrances I've seen in a long time. One of my questions is, where did the the mask originate from? What 
came like where's the story there uh, so like now I can be like yo the mask his name's Walter he's that little voice in everyone's head that tells them to do evil stuff mm-hmm. but he's outside so he's a token of that Tommy yeah it's okay to murder that person mm-hmm. and just assault them a little bit it's okay so when I put the mask on it's me becoming one it's basically my version of war paint but that character is a very much schizophrenic there's some depression thrown in there there's some sociopathic behaviors but the start of it is <laughs> I had a tag team with Mark Wheeler, Jody Threat, Stroudsphere. We were called the Riot Makers. Okay. We were basically terrorists. Mark did not like me saying we were terrorists, even though we're just the terrorists from the G20 <laughs> Summit. That's literally what we are. Right. And then there's a Halloween sale on November 1st. I get this bunny mask. Ah, this is interesting. It's a little creepy. Looks like Five Nights at Freddy's. It wasn't. Uh, started wearing that in November. In January, I got hit in the head with a ladder, which is why I have like a minor Harry Potter Potter scar on my head now. Mm -hmm. And then it was, oh, Albright's gone crazy. Our tag team started to break up. So I was like, oh, I will go this crazy route. And everyone just blamed my head injuries where it's just now. Oh, that's why. And then I was drunk at Anime North last year and Mm -hmm. I dropped the rabbit mask outside of Tim Horns. It broke. I needed a replacement. Found the wolf. I think the wolf's way better now. I think the wolf. I haven't seen the rabbit mask, but that wolf mask is impressive. I remember you coming out and I thought, oh, that's good. That's super good. You say my entrance is good. You haven't seen the strobe lights yet. I have seen the strobe lights. I haven't seen it in person, but I have seen video and I thought, okay, that's the only way you can make it better. Because the best part about your entrance and my, maybe not the best part, one of the highlights was easily the intro just that opening screech is it the screech yeah. you got and then is it uh journey into the what was it, it it's uh ready or not by esther oh okay yeah it starts with some random like lullaby theme and yep. then it just hits with one because there was very much like seth Rollins has to burn it down now because there's a weird silence yep. i was like i'm gonna put a scream there and then i was editing the music together and i was like I'll put some more screams in there and like there's different things. There's like an old lady towards that end okay. being like, don't, don't you dare touch me and get your hands <laughs> off me, which I'm normally looking at my opponent at that point. So it's like, I put a lot of thought into that stuff. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, one of the things I want to ask you about too, you mentioned earlier about injuries and just the crazy things that you've gone through. What is one of the more significant injuries that you've had and how did you deal with that mentally? how did you come back from that? Uh, so I broke my hand like six I noticed or, that. That was something that I wanted to talk to yeah, you about so, as well. <laughs> so I've, I've separated both of my shoulders or dislocated one. I sprained my ankle like three months into doing real shows. And then uh, it wasn't until I broke my hand and I was at training. And I basically just punched the bottom of someone's boot. Mm-hmm. And I heard a pop. I thought it was just a sprain or a dislocation. So I wrapped it up. Continued for training three more hours, right. went home for an hour, went to work at like 1 a.m. And then I went to work the next day and then I just hung out. PWA had a couple shows that weekend. So mm-hmm. I think there's like a crossbody showcase show on Friday, PWA Saturday. And I just hung out to like see what was up. And uh, I was taking off. I had a week off work the next week. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I wrestled Mark Wheeler, and we wrestled for like 25 minutes in Kitchener. And then on Saturday, I wrestled two tag matches, one for Alpha 1 and one for Smash. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to work on the Monday. I was like, huh, my hand's still a little wonky. On Tuesday, it's still swollen. So I went to the doctors. They x-rayed it. I actually went to a Mm walk-in. Then they x-rayed it. Took a nap. I I missed like 12 calls from the doctor being all with surgery come in. And I was like, yeah, you broke your hand. When did this happen? I'm like, not last Thursday, but Thursday before. And they're like 10 days. I was like... I guess. And then, like, you're crazy. They're just shaking their head at that point. Yeah, so they wrap it up. 
I still wanted to wrestle because of Bob Orrin, and I was also like, I kind of still want to make some of my pay money at that right. point. So I got pulled off of I got pulled off of one show. There's another show that someone was super late for that we planned a match in case I had to wrestle on it, mm-hmm. and then I wrestled in Barry last month, but. I got hit hard with depression the first two weeks of April just because I had to take like a month off real work. Right. And like it just hit me. I gained like 25 pounds and then I was just like, ah, I feel like crap. I need to change this. And then I wrestled like three matches the next week. I was like, I feel great. I wrestled Josh Alexander and Sarnia and it was my best match I've ever had. That's awesome. So, and then I I was here against Tyson and Greed and then something on the next day and I was like, Wrestling's awesome. I love wrestling. Was just pumping at that yes. point. Yeah. Well, like I said, as soon as I had seen that you were wrestling with that uh, that injury there, I knew I was going to talk with you. So if you just want to talk about what uh, again, what you got coming up, where people can see you. And- this is Holden Albright. You can check out myself online at Holden Pro on Twitter and Instagram, and also streaming services including IndieWrestling.tv, which includes Alpha One, so many other great promotions that I hope to wrestle for eventually. And then also Crossbody's YouTube channel. Go check them out. I'm wrestling all over Ontario. Uh, Keep up to date on myself. We will have uh, links posted in all of our descriptions with these episodes, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Holden, thank you again so much. Thank you very much.